Hello and welcome to the Learn How to See Better podcast, the only podcast out there known to actually improve your vision the longer you listen. This is your host, Drew Davis, and I'm glad you've joined me here today. I can't wait to share some great information with you about how to improve your health, wealth, and relationships. So let's get right down to it, shall we? Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Drew Davis, and I want to welcome you back to the Learn How to See Better podcast. And here in today's episode, one of the things we want to talk about that I think is going to be very valuable for all of us to receive a little bit of insight on is really the experience we're going through right now. Okay, what in the world does that mean? Well, the experience we're going through right now, from my standpoint, with most of the people that I've been interacting with lately, is it almost seems like this, there's this eerie, creepy sign of the times where just like that, it's as if overnight everyone is saying, I feel overwhelmed. I've got so much going on. I have so much on my plate. I can't function. I can't handle it all. It's all too much. It's, oh, I, you know, feel so stressed. I've got so much anxiety, so much buildup. Boom, 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 boom. Everybody's feeling it. What are you going to do? How do you stop it? What do you do? Well, first off, we need to take a second to time out. And whenever you're in a situation where you're just feeling this constant rush, this constant flood, this constant barrage of a certain emotion, you need to just stop and take a moment to understand what in the world is going on. If you're being bombarded with all these emotions, all these feelings, chances are you're uh, you're on the receiving end of something that you don't control, which is its own independent observation that ought to indicate that you're not in control. And more often than not, the feeling of overwhelm comes from not being in control. And what does it really boil down to at the end of the day? It's not having a compass, not having a direction, not having a focus, not having a goal, not having something that will keep you magnetized and gravitated towards your future objective. And when you don't have that clarity and when you don't have that vision in your life, what happens? You get sucked in to every shiny object um, or you get, you know, you gravitate towards every shiny object that's out there. Anything can throw you off that throw you off your game. Anything can throw you off your course. People don't understand the true magnitude of the information age that we live in these days. I remember hearing a statistic. I think Darren Hardy shared it with me. I'm a big Darren Hardy fan. Uh, got great stuff. Uh, so much of my growth has come from the lessons he's taught. And this must have been something I learned five, six, seven years ago from him. And it was amazing to just think of the simplicity of the advice. And it simply had to do with people's ability to focus. If they don't have any objective, then anything can essentially take them off course. They're just left to the directional change of the wind. And that will leave you in a scenario where you're never going to be empowered uh, to move toward the direction of your goal. So how do we shake this feeling? Well, first and foremost, you've got to take a moment to pause and take stock of what the world, what in the heck's going on in your world, right? You have to understand and recognize what are the events that are taking place. You know, don't get hung up on the why right now. Just just be able to take stock of the what is taking place, what is occurring that's nudging you off course. It's got you feeling so overwhelmed to begin with. 
And then you have to start asking yourself the difficult question. The question like, okay, are the three things that took up the most time on my calendar this week things that directly correlate with a goal that I have set for this week? And if you can't answer that question as a definitive yes, one of two things is going to be clear. A, you're just, you're just flying by the seat of your pants and not navigating your own ship. You're not driving the bus. Or two, you don't have any goal or objective for that week set or laid out. So guess what? You're going to just kind of go with the win. And what we find, what I found, what I tend to see in the world is that most often when people feel overwhelmed, it's because the world is carrying them in the direction of its own will. It's like you're just drifting with the wind. You're literally drifting with the wind, the wind just being the, the people's situations, the surroundings, the agenda that's not yours. And so the overwhelm comes when people have drifted so far off course, they actually feel as though they're trying to paddle, they're trying to swim, they're trying to make efforts to take action, to move towards a direction that they feel or think is right. And all they feel is just the effort required and applied to get back quote unquote on track but what really is on track it's just on track sometimes knowing you're not off track anymore and even that's not that great so what it boils down to is to help eliminate some of this feeling of overwhelm is to get some dang direction in your world and it's hard to have good direction if you don't have a good vision and so many times i find that it's difficult to see instances where people have vision where people have a basic vision of what they want to do with their own life. It's kind of like the whole, what do I want to do, be, or have when I grow up? I think that a lot of people really haven't thought about it because for so long, years and years and years, life has been mapped out and architected for us. It, you know, it's like you got this perfectly, you know, nicely paved road going down the street and then just out of nowhere there's not even you know the rough road and the and the gravel and the dirt you know and 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 then the end right no <laughs> there's just the the paved road and then the end and it could be from you know when people graduate college and it's like okay i guess i'll go get a job now cuz that's what comes next right and you know the funny part about it is it's almost hard to fault people because we're lulled into the idea of as long as you just follow this tried and true path, you won't have to worry about anything. You know, here's one, try this one off for size, right? All you got to do is, you know, study hard, go to school, get good grades so you can get a good what? Education. So you can get a good what? Job, right? And, and, and so the story goes. So the idea is, you know, you keep plugging away, keep chugging away. So you have this thing and you won't really have to worry about, you know, so much of, of where you want to go or what you want to do. But then we all get to a point in our life where you recognize that it's like, oh, I have to make decisions based on what's going to actually support me um, and not necessarily what's going to um, fuel my passion. And it is unfortunate that not enough of us are exposed to avenues or alternatives that will allow for the ability to participate in that field of expertise and have your cake and eat it too, to be able to capitalize and monetize and profit from 
operating in your own genius zone. If you're a helper, go help people and 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 be well compensated for it. If if you like to, you know, teach or serve or do other things um, that aren't generally heralded as uh, great money makers, right? Or if you're into artistry or music and, you know, you're worried because you don't have a platinum hit record that you can't ever ever be able to, you know, you know, forward things or, or be able to feed your family, you know, not the case. So many of these are just stigmas placed in our mind. And it goes to, you know, what I was talking to before, where so often it's as though society's trained to subconsciously plant these little grenades to make us think we're not good enough. Like, oh, okay, so you didn't get the next degree after the one you got. So you didn't have another kid after the one that you already have. Oh, you, you know, you didn't choose to stay with this person. Oh, you chose to stay with that person. Like all these goofy things where no matter where you choose right or wrong, danged if you do, danged if you don't, it's not quite good enough. And that can keep us searching, keep us hunting, keep us desperately seeking um, this other avenue, this other alternative this something else that's going to be the thing. And that's where that overwhelm comes from. And, and, I, and I see it, interestingly enough, I see it in the world of business as well. I'm an entrepreneur and, uh, you know, the way I found myself in the industry that I'm in today didn't come necessarily intentionally. It came from some trials, some errors, some experimentation, being exposed to this, trying this, liking this, loving that, thinking this is cool, not being that good at it, realizing it's not a good fit, all of these things. But you have to go through this process of learning kind of what doesn't work before you can really even have a shot at getting a clue as to what will work or what does work for you. So it's it's, it's one of those things where I, I get it. We have to kind of stumble around and figure it out. But uh, it's sometimes too often I see other entrepreneurs, you know, jump ship from one opportunity to the next because, you know, they're, they're not operating from any perspective or standpoint someone that has a clearly defined vision for business or for just life. And so anything that looks like it's going to make a, a quick, fast buck that's more more appealing or less miserable than what you're doing now is going to seem like a no-brainer type of thing, right? Um, you tell me I can you know, make full-time money part-time <laughs> around my busy schedule <laughs> and don't have to report to a boss. You know, if I'm the type of person that doesn't like my job or the work I'm doing and I don't feel I'm being paid when I'm working, guess what? You know, that that's that's a, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a great hook, right? It's a, it's, a, it's a great attention grabber to be able to evaluate uh, something, anything that might be different than that norm that might have us feeling trapped. So as it, as it pertains to overwhelm, it, it is so critical to start getting clarity on where we want to go in the world. No different than when you, you pick to go on vacation somewhere, call a travel agent. What's the first questions they ask you? Where do you want to go? How soon do you want to get there? Everybody knows that. It is a complete no-brainer. But if I were to ask you right now, where do you want to go in your life? Where do you want to be in the next 12 years? Not the simple year from now, three years from now, even five years from now. Where do you want to be 12, 15 years from now? Think about it for a second. And it's the answer, <laughs> so many people, well, well, I'd be making $58,000 a year. I'll have 2.4 kids. Like, no, completely missed the mark. Like, where do you want to be? Who do you want to be? 
you know, and it's not about the material possessions or where you want to drive and where you want to live. Yeah, that's relevant. But like what type of relationship you want to have with 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 your kids, with your parents, you know, with 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 your spouse, with your spouse's parents, you know, all these different things that play into into real life. And, and you get these TV shows about you know real life situations. It's you know, it's great for entertainment. But, you know, and so often you know, the part that leaves me scratching my head is, you know, we're just not really prepared for the things that we encounter in life because we just haven't mapped out a game plan. We haven't, you know, mapped out a vision. We haven't mapped out a roadmap to get to where we want to go. And and the crazy part about it is you say, well, you know, that's, that's easy to say, you know, you can't just draw a map and, you know, and, and just make your life go there. Well, I would challenge that. I would say you you might not have a map that tells you exactly how to get somewhere, you know, like a treasure map with X marks the spot and little dashed lines that just <laughs> leads you around the perimeter and then the loop-de-loop and then over to the red X, right? No, but what you can map out is an outline of the things that you know you want to accomplish, of some of the outcomes that you want to experience. And they could be bucket list, like, yeah, as long as by the time I'm 78, I get a chance to you know, walk on the moon or go to Brazil, you know, whatever that thing might be. Um, it's OK to have it in creation and out there with no real clue of how you're going to actualize it, but just knowing that you want it. And that in and of itself, once you dream it up and write it down, you start that initial process of crystallizing it. Why? Because thoughts are things. And it's just that that incremental piece of creation that can be actualized over time there are many that can say show and prove that it's true by the fact that they are the rare individuals that have that uh specific measurable attainable results based and time tested smart goal uh, that they carried around from them and actually executed on but you know the big secrets pill to you know how we can finally overcome the endless feeling of overwhelm that we face on a regular day, on a regular everyday basis is to get some traction and to get some focus around where we want to go in life. And we have to ask ourselves some of those difficult questions. It's like begin with the end in mind, you know, um, begin with the end in mind. Dr. Stephen R. Covey, seven habits, highly effective people. You know, can you even imagine what your own funeral and what you want people to say about you from your community, from your place of work, from your place of worship, from your family? You start to architect that in reverse. You know, do you want to be bouncing 13 grandbabies on your knee at 88? Because if you if you do, hey, that's perfectly cool. That's perfectly okay. That's part of one of the pages of you know out of my book that I'd potentially be seeing. But you know, some people want totally different things. And I think that, you know, if you can at least get attached to a glimpse of the future that you know, whether it's from childhood or at some point in life that you just, you've got to have in order to feel like you, you leave this world feeling satiated and complete, like you've got to take those first initial steps to put that flag, plant it and put it out there. So you've got something that you can begin to gravitate towards based on your daily actions because, hey, you know what? We all think a bunch of thoughts every single day. Everybody knows the science behind this, right? And 90% of the thoughts you have today 
are the same as the ones you had yesterday. So if you're not thinking different things to move you in a different direction, you're not going to go anywhere different. And that's just the fact of the matter. And if you're going somewhere that you don't feel is the direction you want to go, you're going to feel overwhelmed as you try to resist that force. But you're being tugged off course and it's it's like that, you know, the, the bathtub draining out and it's like pulling you toward the pit and then the force gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And the feeling of overwhelmingness that you just want to throw your hands up. And so you must stop that by taking a drastic action of saying, I need to take stock of what's going on around me in my world. What gobbles up my time? What am I doing where where are the things that you know where are the people that I'm hanging out with taking me where are the things I'm doing are they serving me are they supporting me or are they sabotaging me and if you can't figure it out that in and of itself is a red flag alarm time out time out time out 20 second time out what's going on figure it out because it doesn't take any unique special skill to just kind of run the tapes and think through what's what's happening what's happening with the experiences of your life that you're going through are they making you happy? Do they do do they leave you feeling fulfilled? Because if they leave you only feeling overwhelmed, then that's that's a symbol that you should be able to look into and better understand why it's happening. And it, and it starts with just recognizing the what, right? It, awareness is the first steps towards change. Once you accept and understand that there is an issue, then you can start to take steps to understand, okay, well, how in the world did I create this for myself? What's happened? What are the steps that have that have transpired? And then you can piece it together. It's not going to be completely clear overnight, but it does put you in a position where you have the opportunity to evaluate and understand um, the track record that you're developing for yourself and maybe get some clarity into why if you are, you know, continuously uh, breaking promises with yourself that that that's affecting your self-confidence. If you're uh, setting goals, but they're not pushing you outside of your comfort zone, that's why you don't get excited when you actually achieve those goals. You have to be aware of some of these elements that might be missing because then you can start that process of building and growing and say, all right, what am I going to do about this? What am I going to do to change this? Because this is my responsibility to make this existence in life my best yet, <laughs> right? YOLO. <laughs> so again, you know, having the, the fun play on words with, with the attitude there, it, it really does start to get serious when you think about, look, I am going to take back the feeling of being empowered about how I govern myself and uh, how I act and serve as the ambassador and ruler over my own life. It can be done. The idea that, that people just feel overwhelmed or at the whim or at the mercy of the courts, you know what? It's becoming a much more natural, regular, and consistent and common thing. And I, too, have been uh, on the receiving end of it. But the times when I felt it and I was able to pull myself out of that nasty funk, I can tell you each and every time it's because I didn't have my sight set on the right thing. I maybe felt overwhelmed because I had, a, in a moment of excitability about one project, a shift in my focus on what's the highest priority and my actions and intents did not align. And so I had uh, conflict going on internally. What I'm doing and what I want to do aren't the same. So what do you feel at the end of the week when you don't have all your list of uh, objectives accomplished? You feel overwhelmed. Why? Because you didn't get it all done. And if you didn't get it all done, you must just have too much going on. And so, oh my goodness, woe is me. I've just got so much. I'm overwhelmed. And not overwhelmed. The answer is not focused and that can be addressed. You got to stop, drop, 
and uh, you know the, <laughs> the childhood Sam's role, but in this case, you got to you know stop what you're doing, drop everything, and um, I would just say roll out a scroll, roll out your thoughts, roll out um, you know some time, some paper for you to be able to capture the thoughts of what's taking place. You know, stop, drop, and scroll <laughs> ought, to, ought to be the way to look at it realistically. But um, to get a better assessment of, of where those leaky uh, parts of the boat are, where your time goes, where your attention goes, where your energy flows, those are some of the best ways to assess what's actually happening. And it just takes that honesty because we don't really want to be our own personal accountability coach and say, man, I am just, I'm watching too much TV on the weekend. I work hard. I feel like I deserve it. Work's stressful. I need to veg out. So I'm watching TV. Okay, well, you can use that to justify. But if you don't ever take that time to, to recoup and use it to recalibrate your own mind to get that proper reset instead of just brain numbing that's that's sedation you know there's a reason you know a lot of times heavy drinkers if they're drinking to to solve a problem you know they don't feel any better the next day because it was just sedation it was a temporary escape from the real problem at at hand right you know woke up feeling just like you did the day before Um, you just had a break from it a, a little miniature vacation so you know, am I beating on the heavy drinkers right now? No, that's not the objective. But I am making the point that there are those instances where we can just get lulled into uh, wanting to play the ostrich, stick our head in the sand and think the problem will go away. And we have to recognize and face it because face it, we're, we're, we are human creatures that have uh, limits as amazingly capable as we are. Uh, we do have the tendency to fall into ruts and habits and, you know, let's say a rut's just a grave with a couple of ends kicked out. So you don't want to fall in one of those. And if you do, you want to recognize it and shake it off real fast. And a lot of it is is not an emotional thing. You just have to snap out of it and think clearly and logically by understanding the facts of what's actually taking place and take a fair assessment of the facts. If you're able to do that, then that allows you to properly frame those facts in the right context as an example and this will probably close this one out for tonight because uh <laughs> just firing at you guys left and right and you'd be a little bit overwhelmed with the fire hose if you can properly frame the facts with the right context and give those facts positive energy which is you know which which could be also dictated in the form of faith right then you're going to see that that faith propagate down into your chest and your heart and and it's gonna it's gonna come up like butterflies in your belly, feeling good. But in, in that in that way, like when you go on a first date or you you start to finally realize that you're in love with somebody, they're butterflies, mm-hmm. they're positive things, making you feel wonderful. And what does that do in the real world? It translates into power. It translates to power in the hand that you can go out and do great things in the world. But conversely, if you take that same set of facts and you apply a negative, stinking thinking. And all of a sudden, there's nothing but doubt shrouding those facts. That all begins to manifest. And it shows up in your heart. It shows up in your gut and your belly. What does it feel like? It feels like anxiety. It feels like that dreadful feeling. It's also kind of like butterflies. But it's like right when you're about to go down that big roller coaster and you don't want to be on the roller coaster. And the unfortunate part is that that frequency continues to resonate. And it will show up in your hand as paralysis in the things that you look to do in your life that can make a magnitude of impact. So it is of critical importance to be able to take 
the time to learn how to see better, to learn how to reflect and understand occurrences in your life and evaluate those as facts. That's what they are. They are feedback from the universe about your actions and about your results based on your actions. And if you can just have that mature level of being able to assess what's going on in your world and think about it from that frame of mind or that point of reference, you'll be so much more heavily equipped uh, to start making those decisions to overcome the overwhelm and to get your vision on the right track, to get a vision created so you can get your life on the track that you want it to go down, so you can get that new life script written and begin to live life by design, to live with definiteness, and to start to make those great strides that put you on the fast track to success in life. So with that, hopefully you have really taken time to, to focus and pay attention to this. Run it back, listen to it again if you need this to seep in. But if you or anyone that you know is feeling a sense of overwhelm, have them listen to this because I guarantee you nine times out of 10, people have not even thought like this or even looked at addressing their situation from a, from a, from a scenario and a mindset of empowerment versus being a victim because it really is a simple solution to it. There's too much information in the world going around for everyone to be able to effectively process. So we must be that much more diligent if we want to live the life that we dream and the life that we design. That's just what we got to do. We got to get focus. We got to filter for focus and fight for those filters um, to remain intact so you can focus effectively and forge forward towards the future uh, with the right momentum so that you can accelerate to your goals. So that's it for this episode, but thanks again for tuning in. As always, overcome your overwhelm and uh, get, a little, get a little vision together so you can get traction on it and uh, get yourself on the fast track. Thanks, everyone. See ya.